I am Wiggly, and on... Am I Wiggly? Can you hear me? Keith the Robo yeah. Duke here on the other side. Uh, back in the booth, Don Fennin. Mr. Anale died. Did you attend his funeral? No, I did send one of those floral fruit arrangements. You know, I figured they could use, use a snack, too. The edible fruits. Yeah, yeah, the edible edible things. And uh, Actually, I already know that you didn't attend it because I was there and I was sort of just trying to punk you out on it and shame you. Oh. Funeral shame you. It was very nice. It was very nice. We Snapchatted the whole thing. In Hawaii, what they do is they, they put your body on a surfboard and they tie it around with a rope and then they push you out into the ocean and then everybody shoots uh, flaming arrows out at you. Ah, sounds very nice, you know? Yeah, it was sort of like the Japanese Lantern Festival, except that you don't fly up in the air, you sort of sink. <laughs> just burn and yeah, sink. Burn and sink. Today, we are doing Arcade Weekly Sportuary! Arcade Weekly is brought to you each week by your friends at We Talk Games. That's what I'm supposed to say. And also by Insect Insect Mushroom Induction Lamp. Insect Insect Mushroom Induction Lamp. The night, the night light lights up. Into the room, no longer dark, turn on the light. I woke up at midnight, still see clearly. As geobi light shone in the morn. During the day, night light no longer shine again. And I don't remember if forgot to turn off the lights. Nightlight mushroom shape as decoration. Article for the room added a brilliance. Insect, insect mushroom induction lamp. Of course, based on the Disney cartoon film, total shipped part of your life. I have one of those Himalayan salt lamps and they recalled them. It was giving off too many negative ions. Yeah, no, you don't want that. You want this because the nice thing about it is during the day, nightlight no longer shine again. And I don't remember if I forgot to turn off the lights. Nightlight mushroom shape as decoration article. It's a nice feature. It is for the room added a brilliance. Today we're going to talk about a game that is near and dear and close to my heart. It is ripped from the pages of Weekly Shonen. Now, I used to get Weekly Shonen back before it was cool, guys. Back when you had a 624-page pulp book that of course was great for taking on the bus ride because you could sit on it if you couldn't reach the steering wheel in your car now usually the 624 page motherfuckers were your summer specials so eh, around 300 pages of normal ones and then of course you had the uh, jump virtual jump came out and jump virtual jump was still out in 88 some neo geo 
ads in here, and that's when you start getting a Dragon Ball. Actually, that one's in Dragon Ball Z. The original black and white pulp ones, you had things like the original Dragon Ball. You had um, Battle Heat, the one about the post-apocalyptic, really tall dudes. <laughs> Fist of the North Star? That's it. Fist of the North Star, which came, also came out for the Genesis one of the first releases. I remember renting the Nintendo version, actually, oh. as a child and being, oh getting very frustrated with that game. It was, it was, it was not very fair. A it's lot not like fair. today's game. Oh, <laughs> so I thought, hey, I've seen this dude because he was around since the 60s. But actually, I saw Hachimano Ippo. Oh, <laughs> yes, Hachimano Ippo. Yeah, that's what I thought this was initially yeah. when I was looking at it. I was yeah. like, oh, it's Ippo, but it's it's his predecessor, I guess. It's his ripoff right. of the game that we're going to review today. And, of course, we're going to review the most famous boxer in Japanese manga, and that is Ashido no Joe. Yes, or uh, Tomorrow's Joe. Of or course. Made, of Everybody course. knows that Ashido no means and i'm saying it like that because i don't well, know some, how to say it i can't remember what you told me it's okay it's it's yeah. fine i mean some people might think it means success or successful joe because there are different translations and names for this game one of That's them being true. rocky joe right in fact i think it's called joe rocky adventure or something <laughs> so, <laughs> something weird so, like that yeah it's so weird to think that the story of a man rising from the bottom wasn't invented by sylvester stallone no it is not and rocky gets praised for so much so so much and i gotta tell you i think he was sitting in some type of parlor playing dominoes or something and he overheard somebody talking about this because this is the same fucking story except uh, rocky didn't start out in jail but he was a palooka yeah, yeah, and um, his trainer doesn't have an eye patch. No, but he he's close. Yeah, just older boxing trainers who right. don't think they have any other people or you know any other students to teach, and along comes this you know guy slumming it up, and he sees promise. Yes, he does. He learns to cross counter, and boom, becomes oh, champion, yeah. and he ah. marries the girl. And he becomes Isn't this, it's the same thing, too. He has a girl yep. he meets and marries through it. And, and, and then some of his enemies, I, I'm giving away the end, but some of his enemies uh, actually attend his wedding, just like uh, Rocky becomes friends with uh, Mr. USA guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with Uncle Sam. I can't. <laughs> Uncle Sam. That's who it was. It's yeah, almost the, racist. I know. <laughs> it's, it's the exact opposite of an Uncle Tom is Uncle Sam, I guess. <laughs> We want you. 25-year-old came mm -hmm. on to me. She thought I was 28. Whoa. Do you like apples? Sure. Well, a 25-year-old girl came on to me. How do you like them apples? <laughs> so let us talk about Ashita no Joe, and I'm going to call him... Well, how, how do I pronounce this? <laughs> Ashita. Ashita. Ashita no Ashita. Joe. Let me tell you about this. This was made by Taito. It was made in 1990. When did the original manga come out? 69 or something? Uh, 1968 is the date oh, I 68. found. Okay. Yeah, cre created by Asao Takamori and Tetsuya Chiba. A Takamori is credited on the title screen of the game, and the character creation is credited to T. Chiba. Is that what you said? Uh, yes. So I would so, imagine Takamori would be the writer, and uh, Chiba must have been the artist. And I guess they couldn't add that extra character because it's time again for Can You Spell Stinky? 
No, you can only spell stink. So I think they could only put Takamore instead of Takamori. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. It's a lie, but that's what I'm going to say. This game was released by Taito, and it was created by Wave. And they also credit Tichiba for creating the game, which is kind of nice. Without him, they wouldn't have all the really nice character design in the game. When did Punch-Out come out? Because this is what we're going to talk about making mechanics. Yeah, that's the one big making mechanic. Punch-Out came out in 1984. The arcade version. So we're six years successor to this taking a giant step back in playability and initial graphics but we'll talk about what makes up for those initial graphics and just at the fact that this really was a japanese icon huge they had a funeral for the character they had a funeral for rikishi when he died i guess he died in the anime or the manga i don't i don't recall what because it was in like 77 yeah but they had a giant fucking boxing ring set up everyone came in his whole town with candles and they had a buddhist uh, ceremony uh, like sprinkling shit in the ring and everything else so this is a very very developed character and the people that he fights i don't know how the fuck you could stretch a comic this far with his opponents i do not like to go to the internet for any of my research i try not to i try to pull back maybe i'll get a date i'll get a date for my making mechanics i'll see what came out around those times but i like to hit my books and i like to pull from what i already know i like to pull from the game this one i had to try to find out what's going on and fortunately for this game there is a language patch will it help you no but it will at least show you what you're supposed to do that they think will allow you to do so i'll talk about that a little bit but this character very celebrated and uh, even till today i guess had games up until the ps2 i guess i don't know if he had any games after that no it doesn't look like that but when we mention a uh, wave corp in my research, I noticed that they are only responsible for Ashita Nojo games. Okay. okay. So I imagine if Tichiba is credited quite a bit, he uh, may have actually worked with the company in the gotcha. end. So. Gotcha. But uh, this is all according to the uh, gamedatabase.org. Gotcha. Now, when you try to find this and play it, because I think you will want to play this, you won't play it for very long, I have a feeling, but you can get good at this. We'll talk about the pros and cons compared to its contemporaries like Punch-Out. What else making mechanics do you think here? I actually couldn't find too many else because the instant you turn the game on and you start playing and see that your character is transparent, just like punch out. There's not much to pull from. I think of, you know, other boxing games before it. And I don't Atari boxing. Yeah. I, you yeah, know, I don't Yeah, top down. Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing's like this except punch. I except you know, dynamite Duke later where he has a hole in his chest and you're trying to shoot things. And there's a couple other things where you have an invisible first person person, especially a super spy, except you can't see yourself. You only see your arms and your legs and shit like that. And a lot of boxing games that would come after this would go for you know the full body side by side and you think of stuff like was it ready to rumble was that what it was called the, the ps2 the one the guy with the big afro oh that was so good yeah those were super fun arcadey style yeah. boxing game I, I missed those games you know the last yeah. really good one we got was the punch out for the wii 
which is is very good. But that's kind of where the line ends on boxing games, as far as I know, unless you want to play EA's latest installment of Nostalgia with Bruce Lee. No, wait, he was in the UFC game. Never mind. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. better kicked everyone's ass with Jeet Kune Do. Hell yeah. he could do everybody's style because it had no style. Exactly. Let's talk about this game. When you look it up, you will probably find the legend of success, Joe, and everything called Ashita no Joe, and it is not going to be this game. So look for the game <laughs> that looks like Punch-Out!! <laughs> Yeah, that, the game. that was the biggest frustration uh, when playing this game was it is in Japanese. I didn't realize there was a translation, so I may have to find that if I ever feel like going back to this. Yeah, there but was I, a translation uh, I sent you. Oh, uh, yes. The, the, just the screen. They know what the controls are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, helped a little bit. Yeah, but, I'll tell you what the controls are here. Uh, yeah. I don't know where to start with this game, to be honest with you. But I will tell you how to do this. If you push up on your joystick, you're going to do a straight. <laughs> a straight. So I guess they mean a jab or a, a straight a punch of some sort. I don't know what you call a straight. Maybe you call it a straight. If yeah, because all my punch-out knowledge is going, there has to be a hit to the face and a hit to the body. But... The, go continue yeah and it yes. doesn't ugh. so you have two buttons and a joystick so if you push up you'll hit a straight and you're, you could do a straight left a straight right with the two buttons left it's the left side of fucking the left button's your fucking left hand and right button's your fucking right hand everybody <laughs> likes that if you push to the left and the punch button you do an upper and upper if you push to the right and do a punch you will do a hook a hook shot so you can do hooks with either hand you can do uppers with either hand and you do it by just the way that you move the joystick and you also can move forward and backwards in this ring we'll talk about that movement and things like that if you push down on the joystick you will do a sway or a guard and i'm not sure if you push the buttons to do those or not, but you really need to learn how to do the sway. The sway is very, very important to not get murdered. I and think it depends on the hit they're doing when you press down, whether you will block the hit or sway the hit. Okay. Because I and think straights you'll block, but if they hook or upper, you'll sway it. Right. I, I'm not sure. And if you just hit punch, you will punch to the body. If you don't hit anything, you are at a neutral lever, it says. <laughs> don't ask me. The moving around you mentioned, that is the interesting take on these controls is the ability to move about in the ring. It doesn't serve a whole lot of purpose when your enemy can just zip right to you at most times. Right. But the first fella, he wasn't too hard for me. And it was kind of cool when I backed him up against the top rope. You can actually punch him into the ropes and the ropes will stretch behind him and then he'll come back into you. Oh, I didn't so, even notice that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know how you have Big Bear in uh, Punch-Out, the first, first person in his fucking dungarees? <laughs> Well, you have that type of person here, except it follows the storyline of the manga. And this really sticks to the storyline of the manga. Once you play this game, and then if you go learn about the manga, you're going to be like, holy fuck. I don't know if you did that. I, I was thinking, actually, no, what I was actually thinking about the game was how much it did adhere to it. So I'm glad to hear it does. And then my other thought was, if this were nowadays, then there would be a fight you'd get to where you have to lose, where like he lost in the manga. 
Yeah. So, right. so they would have one of those, you know, RPG forced loss sort oh, of uh, parts in a game. I think would I, that would be really cool, you know, if they wanted to uh, modernize this. It may have done that in sequels to this for all we know, but. Well, I'll tell you what, you will get knocked down. Oh, God, will you get knocked down? And that's part of it. You might get knocked down twice, getting ready to get, almost get total knockout and you have to rally to try to come back and you can so it's uh, it's interesting so normally you see big bear and you know he's punching things he's ha 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 and all that other shit and it looks wonderful on the screen he's nice and big well on this screen i don't know how they managed it but it looks like he's in a shoe box <laughs> your enemies are so large and for some reason they put your punch power goes on the outside of your stamina bar and they're set up vertically on both sides of the screen so your screen is actually limited it feels very claustrophobic yeah it's a little tight they would have done better to put the two bars up at the top of the screen and they could have taken up less space by putting them, you know, one on top of the other and maybe squish them down a little bit. Yeah, because would have been a, improvement. a boxing game just doesn't feel right. This is a horizontally placed monitor, but with those sidebars, it looks like a vertically placed monitor and it's not done well. If this was a vertical monitor and you had all the shit on the bottom, it would at least be a little more square and you could see more of the ring and it would just be feel more comfortable. Yeah, and if you can move around that much, you don't want to feel really constrained within your movement. You know, even if you can use that movement to push the guy against the ropes. Because you don't want to accidentally punch the ref and he might be right there. You don't know. You can't see him. <laughs> yeah, he could be just hiding right off screen. We don't need that kind of interference in the match to go down that way. Exactly. I want to win. Let's keep this clean. Yeah. Does Ashita ever encounter anyone in the comics who doesn't fight clean? He absolutely i have no fucking idea <laughs> you have all these questions about it which it's just a shame would have to go and read through this stuff or find an extensive timeline of this but because it's not very popular here in the united states i'm not sure how accessible that is unless i want to go dig up some uh, old shonen jumps yeah i will tell you that wikipedia is actually quite thorough on this and they summarize it very well going through his career you'll learn about all the characters that he fights in this game you'll learn the very important parts so big ups to whoever put together that wikipedia article while it does feel kind of tight and claustrophobic i really do love the look of the characters i like that they're all proportionate you know it's not as as much fun as punch out is with being kind of cartoony while this does look just like the manga it has a more realistic feel if you know what Speed Racer looks like, or, well, every, most people know what, what's Battle of the Planets. Gotchaman. Yeah, Gotchaman. It's very much like that because you have little Kiop, or I don't know what he's called in <laughs> uh, real version. I only know the part where they had to change his voice because they thought it was too, um, like, he was stupid or something. Pidge. Yeah, mm. yeah they share a, a similar look in the hair. It's the same as the... Uh, his hair looks like the guy from uh, Cyborg 009, which I'm not sure if that has a different Japanese title or not. Mm-hmm. It's that same uh, era, you know, 1968, 70s. It's not the more cartoony, super muscular 80s, 90s anime, sure. you know, Fist of the North Star. In its simplicity, I think it has a more realistic look. 
Yeah, it looks really good. And the interesting part about this is once you knock somebody down, you are treated with a beautiful sequential art style rectangle at the top of the screen that shows the fist coming at your opponent, blood starting to spurt out of them. The next shot is the same sort of angle with the their face getting mushed the fuck in. It's all in red, just like you would see in some type of manga where, you know, somebody's uh, getting sliced in half or what have you. And then the final one is uh, them... I can't recall. There's just two frames. I think it's just the two, like, and you got the really awesome speed lines going in the background as your fist connects with their face. Or sometimes, also, if you get hit, you get the same thing. You get a shot of yourself getting wrecked. You'll see that a lot. (laughs) You will see that a lot. Uh, The first guy, you can, once you get a hand of the sway and stuff, Mm -hmm. and the i don't want to say rhythm of these characters or they're very fast tells if you can yes. <laughs> react quick enough which i don't feel like the controls allow you to react quick enough it's it's You're a little right. it's it, very it, difficult to control delayed in its controls which is a shame because we're here praising how great this game looks and how faithful it is to its subject material we're going to have to look at some sequels down the line, I think, to this game, Wiggly. Yeah, but the sequels don't have that first-person perspective. The sequels are like... beat em up Yeah, they're beat em up side-scrolling, and then you get in the ring, and then I remember it for the Neo Geo coming out, and it came out for a lot of other systems. But I actually did see Hajima no Ippo. That looked really sweet, and I think that might have been on the PlayStation 3, but uh, I, I, I could be wrong. There was definitely one on the PlayStation 2. Oh, okay. Which I think it's also known as uh, Victorious Boxing. There you go. There you go. That's, I believe, the name of it for the PlayStation 2. That is the Hajime no Ippo uh, American release. Gotcha. Yeah, that's probably a better place to go for your anime boxing at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't care that it controls like shit. I was starting to get very good at it. I got <laughs> yeah, very good. I got to the third guy and then he kicked my ass. But the first guy was pretty easy for me. He does have a um, delayed tell. So as soon as he's getting ready to punch, you just start wailing at him pretty much with any punch, except as your side mustachioed, buck-toothed, weird, bald-headed, eye-patched manager tells you, aim at his face, not his belly. Thank you. That is an incredibly helpful tip. (laughs) Whenever I see a large boxer that has a large belly, I always try to hit him in the belly that is the worst managing i've ever heard <laughs> that's like stereotypical boxing arcade games 100 yeah you want to hit obviously this guy in the face which punch in, him in the mush. right in the mush and in that very uh punch out fashion especially with the first guy that's that's the, the thing like you were saying when you get used to it i railroaded that first guy yeah like I went back after you sent me the controls and was like, okay, this is a dodge. Let me see. And all of a sudden I was dodging it. Like his hooks. He was pausing like punch out wood. And I just started wailing him right in the teeth and got a TKO on him in, in the first round. Then I got to the next guy and I just can't know exactly when to dodge with that guy. He's too much. We're not even telling their names. First person you go against is Mammoth Nishi. I'm telling you, these characters look so cool. They look so cool. And the reason you want to play this is because you really bust them in the mush. (laughs) 
And once you learn the cross counter, which is actually what the character in the manga learned in order to beat his first opponent and get out of prison and we'll meet each other in the future and all this other stuff. That's what you learn. And that's what you end up trying to knock these people out with. I can only pull those off by accident. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You're absolutely right. The second person that you go against that you could not get past was Wolf Kanagushi. And he's a he's a handsome gent. He is quite the looker, and I think he just beguiled me with his wolfish good looks. <laughs> now, he knocked me down quite a lot. However, once I got in one of my, might have been a double cross counter. I don't know, because oh. you can score a double cross counter. Don't ask me how. But I scored a cross counter on him, and he had the glass jaw, and he dropped and did not get up. My thing with him was he would back up, and most times he would come and throw like two jabs and a hook, and if I could sway the hook i could take half his health with a bunch of uppercuts like you told me like he's got a glass jaw you can take him out that you know but i couldn't get the timing right on the blocks and then the sways and he would take way too much life from me before i could retaliate dodge another hook and actually take him out he said you really do mess them up because when they get up they're bleeding yeah. from the face yeah it is not as pretty it is not as fluid as punch out the only thing that compares it to punch out is taito tried to use punch out taito got the license for this beloved character so it's sad that it's not better but I still like some of the aspects of it. I wish it would have come out two years before Punch-Out, then it could be a lot more forgiving. Yeah, that was <laughs> my thought as well. Yeah, it's if it's six years after Punch-Out, this should be a lot better. And then I guess, so you got to the third guy, Toru Rikishi, who was exactly. the, the guy we mentioned they had the, the funeral for. So he's what, his rival, I guess, is the word they normally use. You know, he's not his enemy. He's just his rival. Yes, and I'm not sure if this is the guy he met in prison and something happened with them back and forth and then they said we'll meet later on the outside when we become professional boxers but that happened with somebody so i'm going to say it was him yeah this guy i could not get past and both the second boxer wolf and rikishi will often get you in a clinch they'll stop your boxing gloves and if you don't know how to punch out of that they will cold cock you twice in a row three times in a row with super uppercuts and things like this that you will get murdered they really will just tear you apart it's not a beautiful looking game for 1990 it's not a bad looking game and no actually looking at some of the other games and some of the beat-em-ups it seems like those can be even more loyal to the to the mangas because you'll get those scenes outside of the ring as well but you don't get them with this cool see-through first person style it's, it seems to all be beat em up games sure the playstation 2 titles do show your little characters in anime style on the left and right of the screen but it's more of a side view and maybe sometimes it turns to a semi three-quarter type of view but it's mostly a straight on side view with pretty looking characters yeah but the sound though we've talked a lot about the look well, I'm, I'm, we're not through the fighters. Oh, we're not even through the... Well, we got to go through them all. Let's keep going. Because the next is Carlos Libera. And Carlos Libera, and we neglected to mention that Joe is a banterweight. So this is all banterweight fighters. Yeah, it's between flyweight and featherweight. Flyweight? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. What do you got? What's in there? Billy Barty? Fight. <laughs> yeah, and Kenny Baker used to be... Good a Lord. 
<laughs> so I'm glad you brought this up because, as I mentioned before, I like that this is all the same size guys. This remains loyal to the sport of boxing by only having opponents within a certain weight class fight each other, which for this game, bantamweight is 112 to 118 pounds. Oh, I neglected to mention that the weekly shonens. this is not unusual to have a boxing game. They'll have boxing games. They're big on the baseball games, the baseball mm-hmm. series. They have a lot of soccer series. This is right alongside of the guys that will take a sword and stick it through the back of your skull so that it comes out of your mouth and your tongue's on the end of their sword. So it'll have that, and then it'll have a funny guy that's a Beetle Bailey type of character or a funny cop with all the real giant, uh, elaborate, exaggerated faces and almost chibi type of bumpy heads like your manager is on here. Yeah, and, it's uh, almost like they're just like us. <laughs> it's sort of like heavy metal, but with more comedy. In magazine, not the movies. Yeah, yeah, but uh, as far as the uh, animated ones, I haven't read these, but I did uh, grow up a bit of an otaku, or as they call themselves now, weeboos. Yes. Two of my favorites as far as sports anime, just real quick. Shield 21, which is a really good football. Uh, the anime is all right. Apparently, the manga is better. And Prince of Tennis, which is a tennis anime that's uh, really good, full of a bunch of you know beautiful guys playing tennis against each other with crazy special abilities. <laughs> And there's a very popular one right now about ice skating called Yuri on Ice. Oh, so, yeah. I heard, you know what? I heard a lot of good things about that. I, I've heard a lot of good things about that as well. And it's that sort of a uh, shoujo. I'm not shonen. Well, I guess yeah, it is shonen, I guess, in the end. I don't think it's in uh, Shonen Jump or anything like that, though. But that's super popular right now. There's more sports cartoons in Japan than there ever were in America. Here we got All-Star Pro Show with Wayne Gretzky. And they were like, oh, yeah, super, they were like super secret agents or something like that well i don't remember that i just remember wayne gretzky's hockey being a big deal because it was like hit the ice nfl blitz but not as over the top yeah for hit the ice check out past episodes of we talk games at we talk slash in the can where you can find all our past sportuary episodes yeah for some reason the two people that reviewed it shit on it and i love that game <laughs> So the next person that you fight is Carlos Libera, and I believe this is supposed to be Carlos Rivera. Carlos Rivera in the manga gets knocked out by the final challenger, who is the world champion, which is Jose Mendoza. <laughs> I like how they spell, they spell it with an H in this. The spelling of uh, things are quite odd, and the big it's all thing phonetic. About- <laughs> It is weird. The big thing about Carlos is that he gets knocked out uh, by one punch in the first round by Jose Mendoza, and uh, he has to retire from boxing. So this fight actually never happened between Joe and Carlos, but when you do fight Carlos Libera, you will knock him out in one punch. (laughs) If you can hit him with the cross counter, Right off the bat, he will go down and be knocked out. So that's what happens to poor Carlos right there. Then you go. See, that's cool. That's like the, you know, me saying, why don't they have the match where you do actually have to lose? That's that's really awesome. Well, he has to lose. You don't. Yeah, exactly. But it's, you <laughs> but know, you it's, do it's, have to get knocked down and you will get knocked down. Even if you are a pro at this, you are going to at least get knocked down once per match against somebody. The next dude is Harimau. Harimau. Harimamu. Harimau? 
Yeah, exactly. And he's a weirdo because he does backflips. Very hard to fight because he'll be fighting you and then he'll do his unorthodox fighting style of backflips. <laughs> and that's legal? I guess, because he's not kickboxing you. He's just fucking doing a backflip in the ring. Yeah, Where's there a rule that you can't do a backflip? Well, yeah, and, and I mean, in punch-out rules, you can just kick guys and hit them with sticks anyway, so I mean, whatever. You could do a cartwheel if you're a boxer. That'd be fun. <laughs> if, if Muhammad Ali, instead of doing rope-a-dope, if he started doing cartwheels around the ring, that would have been amazing. I, I think he would have been a lot more popular if he did. <laughs> can you imagine the amount of statues that would be erected in every city across the globe if Muhammad Ali stopped doing the rope-a-dope and started doing the cartwheel? Can you imagine if Rocky did cartwheels? That statue would fill, he'd be mid-cartwheel. Oh, that'd be great. And then you'd have to run up to the top of the steps and then do a cartwheel instead of yes. jump up and down. You know what? That takes more skill and more endurance. It does. And then the next, uh, the, the final, the, I keep calling them bosses. The final match is against the world banterweight champ, who is Jose Mendoza. <laughs> Mendoz. Hose Mendoz. Yeah, Hose Mendoz. <laughs> so it's it doesn't not with a J uh like it is in the in the comic it's spelled correctly J O S E M E N D O Z A. But for here for some reason it's spelled Hose with an H and Mendoz like a bulldozer D O Z E. I'm pretty sure that that last person was supposed to be Carlos oh, Rivera and not Carlos Lavera. Yeah, that's just Javera. that's the the interesting phonetic spellings that come about from Japanese translations sometimes. Or, yeah, but I don't think oh. Jose Mendoz is anywhere <laughs> yeah, was ever think, said but, anywhere. No, <laughs> it doesn't even have like the accent mark over the e. <laughs> right, because they'd have to introduce another font into the the game, I guess. Yes, I wish I was good enough to get to Jose Mendoz. At least in Punch Out, I can put in the code to get to Mike Tyson and give it a try. Uh, did you check the dip switches on this? No, actually. Is there okay. any difficulty? I don't know. That's what I liked about going through this title while watching a person that was very good at this go through this title is that when you go against Carlos Rivera and he knocked him out with one, I thought, oh, that's nice. You're almost at the end and you get to knock out a person with one punch. So that's that's nice and refreshing from getting creamed. And when you get knocked down, you're supposed to slam on the buttons. The instructions in the beginning actually tell you that you're supposed to mash on these buttons in order to get back up. So you sort of do the the Konami track and field on them. Yeah, yeah. And you'll yeah get make back sure up. to bring your uh, pencil to the arcade. <laughs> Indeed. There is a dip switch settings, easy, normal, medium, and hard difficulty. So I I might go back and try this on easy to see if maybe I can uh, get some cross counters uh, on purpose. I have a feeling we both were on easy. That's, really? just, that's just a guess of mine. It's just a guess of mine. Check it out. I enjoyed it a lot. It is not a controllable game, no. but I really enjoy what it is. It follows the story and it follows the story. There's little, you know, cut scenes. Once again, try to see if you can find the American patch for this because then you'll know what the fuck they're saying but yeah. you see your girlfriend and then at the end you do get married and as i mentioned your friends all are at your wedding even hoseman knows in the boxing ring there's nothing but respect unless of course you're biting ears off <laughs> that's true. my favorite thing about yes. this game 
Do you know what it is? Uh, the music? The music's a little tinny and kind of reminds me of Ghost and Goblins, <laughs> strangely. Oh, yeah, that's true. The music's very dramatic. Even when the game starts up, that did it, like it's very tense, which is nice, but not Wiggly. It has that. Oh, right, right, it's got, right. It's got the great crowd noise that we both really enjoy from old arcade games. It sounds so good for being something so simple. I love that noise. When you're talking about the crowd, I might have mentioned it, but I want to just reiterate that when you go against Mammoth Nishi, you are actually in the prison that he was put in jail. He, oh. he, the story was he was a, an orphan and then he got in trouble, I guess, and then he was put in prison for a little while. Uh, it was called Light Prison or something? Prison Light? I'm not sure. Uh, it didn't last Amateur very long. Nobody liked, no, nobody liked uh, Pepsi Light, uh, Prison Light. Your audience is actually in the, uh, you know, blues. I like that. That's uh, a nice little touch to the Indeed. game as well. And then to the story, which was something I was hoping I would see some of. I was, you know, maybe did they actually have like the full uniforms in the prison as well? Complete blue uniforms. And then they would have a policeman, <laughs> policeman throughout the crowd in their gray policeman uniforms with a bluish hat. And I don't know if they're carrying a sidearm or not, because you don't want to carry a sidearm in prison. But then re again, remember that this was in the 60s. So who knows? But yes, they even went as far as to put cops in the audience by the inmates. By the time you get to the second fight, there's, you know, women and men and children out there in the crowd and all sorts of different people. They all make that same wonderful noise. I do like that. And I, and I do like the punching noises, too, in the game. You know, this game hits some really good notes, but just has terrible controls. I just realized something. Uh, Shino no Joe is known for his floppy hat that he wears. He wears a floppy red hat. And there's one scene where he's sitting like on the roof or something. And he's looking up at the, the sky and mm -hmm. Rikishi's face is in the stars of the sky. Oh, so they put that whole death part in here and joe is thinking of my i only remembered the wedding and now that i think think about it and put it together with the story i think there was also like a newspaper ad or something like this but it, you know it has those little cutscenes that bring the manga into it so you might be able to get good at this i don't know i am gonna go play this right after we're done i never do that yeah i never I go don't... back the same day yeah it's usually something in the in the future but mm -hmm. Because it feels so good once you can sway out of the way of an attack and, as you said, really cream them in the mush, it feels good. And the sound effects for the punches are good. And I like the, the breath, like, like noise you make as you punch. It all feels great. It's just a shame that Punch-Out came six years before it and did it a little better. Indeed. Just uh. want to mention one, one another thing that I just want to only mention, this is the only thing, is that two of your boxers, the one that does the backflip and uh, I think the one that, oh, the, yeah, the one that I couldn't get past, their stance is like slumped over with their arms completely down to their sides. They're sort of like cocky and then they beat the shit out of you. <laughs> always it's keep that, your gloves it, up they don't i'm sure in the manga it's some sort of it, that's part of their strategy you know it's like oh he doesn't even keep his guard up he's leaving himself completely open right. what is he gonna do it's so Kill intimidating <laughs> so i've been watching jojo's bizarre adventure recently i started watching that show which is really great uh -huh. but it had it's it's the same thing in every anime it's like oh, i know the move before you oh look at him what is he doing oh what's he gonna do next oh no <laughs> and i imagine that is very much a part of those characters being the cocky evil guys who you just don't know what they're gonna do if they don't care if they're hit right 
Right. And another thing about these fighters is they juice so much because they don't wear mouthpieces. <laughs> yeah, what the? When you get the Hajima, he does wear a mouthpiece. And that's one of the fun things to see the mouthpiece fly out of some guy's mouth. That's a big deal. Here, they don't wear mouthpieces, so you just get busted. <laughs> I mean, you got to see these people getting hit in the face. It's worth it just for that. Just yeah, and they to, don't get cleaned up. In a normal situation, you'd be like, up, up, hold up, back in the corner. Let's clean you up. It's like, nah, let them bleed. They're bleeding out of their eyeballs where their yeah, they're eyeballs bleeding live. bleeding on their chests. It's dripping from them. <laughs> It's parents. This was before Mortal Kombat. You let your children play this. That's oh, good. wait, they didn't. It was Japan only. <laughs> but that's a good point. And evidently it was surprising that they did have this type of result of boxing violence. Boxing, I guess, isn't considered violence, but it was sort of, I don't want to say a shock to anybody. It wasn't like when people first found out about the number zero and they were jumping off buildings. I'm saying that kind of, oh, look at his face fucking busted in. That was always the one of the, my favorite parts of Punch Out would be to see like how much damage did I do to him when you finished around. But in there, he just you know got some like cartoon <laughs> lumps and yeah. bandages. You didn't get yeah. that real you know, purple and blue and right. bleeding out the eyes that this game gives you, which was another thing I really liked about the game. There's, ah, uh, if only the controls were better. There's so yeah. much to like about this game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's the only one in the series that was done in this style. And that's what the sad part is. We already mentioned about recommending it. We already mentioned about how we felt about it, what we would change. It's all in here. And a lot of other jumping around. Shonen Jump Around. Yes. And of course, Jump Virtual. I always liked <laughs> why it was called that. I have no idea. Was that like an internet only version? No. No, it, it, it got cut down to about a third of the size of the regular issues, but it was a lot more color. Like in some of the 300-page jumps, weeklies, you would have maybe two color pages. The centerfold would... The centerfold. The middle, <laughs> the middle of the book would be oh, in gloss. Goku, you're looking so good this month. <laughs> the middle of the book would be on glossy paper. However, still printed in black and white, but the very first two pages might be a fold-out or might be something special and they would be in full color the rest of the book would all be on this newspaper and they would have a slightly different shade of the toilet paper newspaper pulp paper so it would be that thin pulp paper It'd be almost impossible to see the fucking artwork on it because they were just so mass produced if you're trying to produce a 624 page book in one week you know what i mean you skimp on a couple things. Those always impressed me with how huge they were when I would see the uh, the Japanese versions of them at uh, anime conventions. Indeed. So it's, when Virtual Jump came out, it was just uh, another type of comic, except that it was almost all in full color. A lot of glossy pages. You would have some pages that were a heavier stock paper, and sometimes on those they would do two-color processing or something like that. And that's when you would have Dr. Slump. Dragon Ball Z was out by that time. I'm trying to think of what else that people you might... You said the North Star was around that time, too. No, that was, that was before this. Oh, that was before that. I don't know. Yes. Was JoJo's Bizarre Adventure around that time? I don't know uh, if that was ever a Shonen Jump manga. Tell you what, there was uh, some basketball ones. And uh, oh, there Slam was Dunk! Probably, but... It started to become a lot of video game stuff in here. 
video game reviews of things that were available on the Super uh-huh. Nintendo or the Genesis or the Turbo Graphics. In fact, uh, the you first... literally meant video game based manga. No, no. But I'm looking at it right now, and I opened right up to a game that I had mentioned in the very first episode of this year's Sportuary G.I. Jockey. G.I. Jockey. I opened right to it, and it got a rating of B, a B and B. So is it deserving of that B? That. Uh, you know what? That might not even be what it means. It might just be uh. a release date. I don't know. <laughs> I think B&B is one of the reviewers. You know what I have to do? Tomorrow I'm going to go see a girlfriend of mine that's a Japanese. I'll just bring this in. I'll have her translate all 269 pages. Sounds good. Yeah. And I'll get back to you. Okay, now it's time in the show for our one-sentence review. Are you ready to go, Keith? I am ready with my one sentence review. Go, man, go. If you thought Punch Out was easy, have I got the game for you? <laughs> That's pretty good because it's true. <laughs> yes. It's, it will not be easy. Okay. I have to make my own. <laughs> I have to make mine up on the spot because I forgot about it. I always love to do a callback, so here we go. Twinkle, twinkle, little Rikishi, falling in a dump truck of manure. Yeah, that's right. It's for all you wrestling marks out there. When Rikishi got kicked off the top of the cage and fell into a dump truck of manure. Which, uh, sadly, didn't he also pass away? He passed away, but not from the manure. No! (laughs) I'm mixing the two Rikishis up. I know, I know, but I was just calling a parallel. <laughs> Did more yeah, people show up at the real Rikishi's funeral or the comic book I'm one? I'm going to tell you something. More people showed up at the comic book Rikishi. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, everybody. That's really oh, sad. Oh, gosh. Yes. Wow. Yes. Entire island of Samoa could not beat out a cartoon boxer's funeral. What a world we live in. I just made that up. Hey, everybody. Oh, what a world we live in. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Hey, Good at luck. Least the, yeah. Speaking of people outnumbering them. Yeah. Hashtag women's march. No, women's march. Let's as an Americans take our country back. Let us have a democratic republic once again for the people by the people there's nobody for the people in government right now on the big green lawn there maybe we'll finally get the fucking impetus i think that's the right word i use it all the time we'll, fi- we'll finally get the right yeah, yeah. kick in the ass to actually do something about it and take back our government not yeah. by revolt but by uh, the powers uh, of the constitution uh, carry the constitution around do it and punch a nazi punch a nazi and punch rikishi <laughs> yeah yeah there we go I love <laughs> into yeah. a big dump truck of manure <laughs> everybody uh thanks for joining us today i know we were all over the place but everything's all over the place right now <laughs> we actually have been playing this for weeks and only learned how to play it about an hour ago. So, <laughs> yeah. so please We learned how to us. play it while we talked about it. We, we learned how to play it when we were sitting on the toilet thinking about it. <laughs> okay, everybody. Hey, have a great time. February 7th is coming. Get your lemon cakes ready. Get your lemon cakes in your media and tell your friends because I want this to be the biggest February 7th of all time. Burn Go your to- CDs. Do your drawings. Whatever media you can make, make it. Your mixtapes, buy somebody an iPod, send somebody a link to YouTube. It's the same thing. It's not about giving. It's not about receiving. It's about sharing. Everything's on the same level of sharing. Let's all learn to share. 
Go to February7th.com if you don't know about it and send your friends there as well. Spell February, spell 7th, and then you're already there. Remember, its name is its address. Well, I hope that you like us. Bye-bye. Show them shut. Jesus Christ, deny your maker. He who tries will be wasted. Feed my eyes. Now you saw them shut. on them shut. Jesus Christ, he who tries will be wasted. Feed my eyes. Now you've sown them. Shut, ladies and gentlemen.